We're here, uh, nine o'clock on the dot. We have officially shifted our time. We've been starting at 8.55 and we decided yesterday that we're just gonna make a clean start at nine o'clock to make it easy and to communicate. And so, um, so if you tuned at 8.55 a little early, you didn't get the memo, now you know. We're starting at nine o'clock every morning uh, with a, a fresh start, a fresh prayer from our good friend, Virbhadra. And then um, he will calm our hearts and put us in a soothing place, and then we'll have a conversation about it. Sound like a good idea? Sounds like a great idea, DG. Thank you so much. Um, always just uh, showing up and hosting and welcoming everybody. I feel welcomed. I just I love it. It's such a beautiful energy of gratitude um, to welcome in people in our life. Oftentimes, before I go to sleep at mm. night, I think of my friends the people I love and people around the world, I think of them sleeping. I just imagine them cozied up in their bed and I just like blanket them like with love, that they feel peaceful, they feel protected, they feel connected and they will be rejuvenated. And uh, Nadoyos, he sends me these texts so often. He's so, so thoughtful and sends me these texts. I hope you, you know, uh, dream, you know, of, of the Lord. And I hope that you feel completely rejuvenated in mind, body and soul. And, always send in such amazing prayers and, and, and love and so i'm uh, grateful to be with you guys and this morning i was uh i was reflecting um before i i, I chanted i just uh, a prayer came to me and so i, I wrote it down so i'll read that and, and uh, see where it goes from there and if you guys are not familiar with prayer you guys are tuning in anyone that's first time joining in just find a comfortable seat and whatever you're doing right now just pause this is just be for a couple of minutes Pause whatever you're doing and get into a space of receiving. You can put your hands together. You can fold them in a prayer pose that feels comfortable and empowering for you. Just be as you are in a space of receiving, hearing these sounds and letting them enter into your heart and touch your soul. You're calling out together collectively to connect our individual hearts, our individual souls, with the source of all spiritual energy, our divine beloved. My beloved Lord, everything is found in remembrance of you. I find my true self and all that is meaningful in life in remembrance of you. You are the source of all beauty, strength, renunciation, fame, wisdom, and wealth. Yet I find myself searching for these things outside of you. I work hard to build temporary sandcastles of material hopes and dreams on the shore of the limitless ocean of your grace. Please help me let go of my material aspirations which are separate from your loving service and give me the courage to enter into your ocean of grace by constantly remembering you. My Lord, please give us the strength. Please give us the courage to surrender to you today, to surrender to you by bringing you into every moment of our life, by remembering you, remembering your names, remembering your glories, remembering that you're with us always. Let that remembrance, let that grace wash over our consciousness today. And through everything that we do, our household duties, our work, the interactions we have with others, let us be instruments of your grace. 
Let us be instruments of your divine love in the lives of all those who we come into contact with. And let us feel that closeness. Let us feel that rapture of our connection with you. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare. Thank you so much for your budgie. Thank you always for your comment through the voice. And thank you for all those who are joining us right now and live or listening later on. Um, it's always beautiful to hear your voice. Thank you. You said you were writing these thoughts last night or this morning? It was this, yeah, that was this morning. I, I, um, before I went into mantra meditation or my daily bhakti meditation, I, um, I just was like, man, you know, where, where, where am I going with this? Where am I at right now, and where am I going with this? And mm. and so I just started to, um, I just started to have a conversation with with, uh, with the Lord, and and just you know recognizing my own, um, I'm like an unchaste wife, you know. I'm like constantly thinking of other things, an unchaste partner, you know, unchaste husband. However you want to look at it, you know that that I'm constantly thinking of all these other plans that are separate from my beloved, mm. and I don't want to do that anymore mm. in my life i want all my plans to involve god i want mm. every moment of my life whatever it is i want to um i want to feel that closeness and so mm. that was before my my meditation you know just uh yeah just to exercise that that intention a little bit more and, and see mm. um see how i could move toward that a little bit more today yeah yeah where where you you were feeling a little like your mind was just kind of struggling to be a little focused and grounded. Yeah, well, just you know, just recognizing that um, that it is mm. <laughs> that it is <laughs> like that's the that's the natural state. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it, it's it, it's actually it's like it's it's you know when you said that it's like okay it's it's um, yeah somehow or other that that becomes the norm you know, but it's yeah. so unnatural. It's actually mm. so unnatural, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm walking with like the, the love of my life, that everything that I do in my life, this person just enhances it, just empowers it, just makes it so much more meaningful and so much more special. And, and as I'm going mm. through life and I'm dancing with my beloved, it doesn't matter what's going on. I could be struggling. I could be going through a difficult. Mm. It doesn't matter. But, but if I'm actually really just exercising that presence of dancing and moving and, and, and weaving the Lord into my life, into each moment, into my consciousness, then come on, that's, that's, that's it, right? That is, that is the deepest fulfillment I've ever felt in my life and continue to anytime that I touch that, that, um, mm. that closeness. And so, you know, yeah, somehow or other, I'm in this unnatural state of, of dancing through life without that connection, mm. dancing through life, somehow thinking that I'm going to enjoy separately, somehow thinking that mm. my ideas are going to bring me the, the, the deep fulfillment that I'm seeking. But it's like, oh, it's never been the case that I've seen that. And, and you know, why would I, why would I just abandon, you know, this, this, this most mm. beautiful, loving friend, loving partner? Why would I abandon them if all they've ever done in my life is, is enhance and empower? And so just recognizing that, that I'm, I'm so um, conditioned to dance on my own, to think that I, you know, riding solo, flying solo is the way to go, you know, but, yeah. but actually, you know, it's uh, so yeah, just an intention, you know, to, 
to refocus and dance dancing on our own. There's a song. I'm out here dancing on my own. <laughs> why? Why? Why do we do that? Why do we choose to dance alone? Or why? I'm just. I'm just curious. I'm just teasing up some thoughts because I love. I love. I love what you're saying. And normally, I'm. I'm thinking like, okay, what well, you know, what we're we gonna talk about, or we share, we're gonna say. And I'm thinking, you know, I think people also love to hear personal stories and they want to hear how we wrestle with these things mm -hmm. and so i'm just i'm just wondering why why do you think that it, like if if we have this beautiful treasured gift and this beautiful divine partnership with the higher with, with krishna why do we get distracted why do we turn away why why is it so difficult to just be like i'm here surrendered why don't we just dance yeah. all the time yeah <laughs> well we wherever we, we're really convinced well, well, go ahead go for well it. you are what, what is your challenge yeah where, wherever i think i'm going to get happiness from wherever mm. i think that I'll, I'll get pleasure from and whether that's you know and, and oftentimes it's pretty short-sighted you know yeah. oftentimes it's short-sighted and so mm. in my own life where am i going to get pleasure from mm. where am i going to get it the the quickest the fastest the most, you know, effective means of pleasure, mm. you know, something that's certain, I know, okay, yeah, I'm going to get pleasure from this. I know I'm going to get it. So, you know, I'm, I convince myself based on where I think I'm going to get pleasure from. Mm. And, uh, and I move toward that. So whether, man, you know, I watched mm. movies as a kid and I love that time, movie time with the fam, you know, okay, well, you know, now I start binge watching movies thinking I'm going to get pleasure there. Or, you know, I think that mm. pleasure is in, you know, is in getting my way, right? You know, somehow or other, some selfish kind of mentality or psychology starts to form. And yeah, if I get my way, right? And, uh, and I'm afraid if I don't, something bad's going to happen. Mm. So now I'm like, I'm trying to control. I'm trying to do it on my own. You know? And mm. I think so, so many different reasons. But really, where, where do I think I'm going to get pleasure from? Mm. And because I'm a conditioned, I'm a conditioned soul and, and I, I've had the experience of some some taste of some fruits that taste okay, you know, it's, it's all right, you know, and, and, uh, and I haven't had this rapturous, mm. continuous taste of, of connection with the divine and, and spiritual connection. Mm. And I, I, tr I, I trade out, you know, I, I trade mm. out. I, I go for those immediate fruits, even though mm. they, you know, they, they don't leave me feeling deeply fulfilled. I go for them yeah. because, because they're certain. I know them. I'm familiar with them. I know the marketplace. I know, yeah. I, I know where to, I know where to find them. And uh, yeah. so. I was, I was yesterday, it was yesterday or the day before um, because we have a, we have a puppy who I bring up in every podcast and um, <laughs> his name is Jiva, which means soul because that's who we are, our spirit soul. And he's supposed to be in puppy training right now. But, um, but, you know, everything's shut down and quarantined. And so, like, he's missing out on those kind of, like, early socialization weeks. And he's not into training right now. And so we've just been kind of just, like, winging it, so to speak. And we have a friend of ours who, who I did my 200-hour yoga teacher training with. She lives in Rhode Island, who's a dog trainer. We've been doing a couple virtual sessions with her. Also, our good friend Trish out there in Pennsylvania. We've talked to her once or twice. And she's been giving us some good insights. So we've been talking with some friends online about, you know, just, like, basic training and and one person shared with us that um the two most important commands to, to learn and teach a dog is wait and leave it wait and leave it and leave it meaning like there's just certain things that like should just never be in a dog's mouth piece mm -hmm. of garbage you know what i mean your toe you know <laughs> 
uh, you know, uh, certain things. And, and it could be life-saving. You, you, have to, you have to teach them this command, leave it, meaning like, you know, to, as opposed to drop it. Drop it means you let it go, but then you can have like a ball. Like they bring your ball back to you and you say, drop it. They drop it, then you throw it and they go get it. They bring it back and you say, drop it. Leave it means you just should never put it in their mouth. And it could be life-saving. Well, let's say you drop some medicine or a piece of glass on the floor, you know, or something like that. You say, leave it so they don't ingest something that's very harmful. So they have to learn it like, okay, there's just certain things. Because, and the way that you teach them leave it is you hold something in your hand that they want and get that they shouldn't have, something dangerous or something dirty. And you have to say, leave it. And then they're trying to get it. And then as soon as they stop like looking for it, you present them with something better, with some food or something like that. You know what I mean? So they know like, okay, if I leave this alone, there's something better for me. You know, and gradually you, you start to separate the stimulus and response. So as soon as they stop looking for it, you give them a treat. And then it's like, as soon as they stop looking for it, you wait a little bit and then you give them a treat a little bit later, you know, but it's like the way that they learn, the only way they learn to put it down and to leave it is if there's something, there's gotta be something else. So as you're saying, like, you know, we're just looking for happiness wherever we go. It's like, we're just like a, like a dog just sniffing around. We're just sniffing around the material world constantly looking for something. And we have to recognize and leave it. Just, just freaking leave it, man. <laughs> just leave it. Dang it. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. And then it's like, but Christians, we, ha we have to be like, okay, what is that? What is that tree? You know, Moga saying, Krishna, give us your treats, you know? And so it's, 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 you know, leave it. And then, and then the other command is wait. Meaning like, it's like, okay. And we're learning to, we're learning to like, Hey, like it's such as, it's just this immediate impulse responses it's weight, like a delayed reaction. And so like we teach them, we, we put, we put the, we put the bowl, bowl, his bowl of food down and he's just like, he knows we go in the kitchen and he hears the rumbling of the food bag. Like he's excited. He jumps up, he goes over to the gate. Like he's like, Woo! the tail is wagging. He knows he's going to get a treat or some food. And so we put his food and he immediately goes to it. And then what you do is when he immediately moves towards the bowl, you pick it up. So he starts to know that if I immediately, my motion is causing this to go away. So you say, wait, wait. And you get to a point where you put the food down and he's just sitting there, wait, wait, wait. And then you teach him, take it, take it. And then when he hears take it, that means he can go and he can get it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, so he's learning that there are certain things I should never touch or pick up. And I learned that by knowing if I, if I leave it, if I hear leave it, I know don't touch that because something better is, is there for me. I'm going to get a treat or something. And then I learned wait, meaning okay, there's something I could have, but just wait, wait, wait. Because if I, if I, if I run to it too quickly, it's going to, it's going to go away. So I need to learn patience and to pause mm -hmm. and then take it. So Lord, tell me to take it. So I think what I'm seeing and hearing is there's a lot of us on the chat board right now who are like, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for a long time. When is the Lord going to tell me to take it? When are you going to tell me to take it? You know, and, and sometimes we're in that, sometimes we're in that leave it period where there's just something that we're just, we're not at, we're scratching at, we're trying to get at, we're trying to get at. And it's like, leave it. Mm. Just freaking leave it. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's, 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 it's reminds me of the story of, uh, of Dhruva Maharaj in the fourth canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, um, who said, you know, he was long story short, he was, he, 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 it was the it was the classic um, Janis Joplin scenario, you know. Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. He went to the forest to pray and to meditate 
and to gain mystic power so that he can become basically uh, have a kingdom greater than his grandfather because he was hurt by his father. So he wanted to top him by having this great, amazing kingdom. And finally, the result is that the Lord came to him personally. And when he saw the beauty of the Lord, he said, my dear Lord, I was looking for pieces of broken glass in the material world, not recognizing the diamond of your loving devotional service. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, that's kind of what it is. We're just looking for pieces of broken glass. And, mm -hmm. and, but we don't, we don't, I don't recognize it because I'm just so conditioned to believe because everywhere I look around me, I'm just taught that the things of this world will make me happy. Mm -hmm. And whether it's gross, I think, I think, I think, whether it's gross physical happiness, like money and wealth and fame and this and that, you know, or if it's more subtle, you know, something more on a subtle level um, that, uh, you know, we're just, we're just digging and we have to learn to leave it. And then we have to learn to wait. So those are my commands. Those are the commands I'm trying to learn. I'm, I'm trying to teach my dog the things I'm trying to learn myself. Loving it, bro. I feel, I feel like I'm your puppy right now. I'm getting spiritual dog <laughs> training right now. I'm, I'm happily, I'm happily submitting myself under your care to be trained. <laughs> oh, Krishna. It's powerful, powerful yeah. analogy. And, and so, so relevant. And, and I, I feel like, you know, it's um, something that I, I remember Srila Prabhupada, you know, sharing with his disciples early on is, is they, were practicing meditation and renunciation and they were mm. renouncing the world. You know, they were really kind of going from enjoying the world as hippies and flower children and, you know, free love and, and, and uh, getting intoxicated all the time. And just this, this real like high level of, of uh, material sense gratification that as they moved into the monasteries and they were, they were living much more simple lives that, the culture of don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, leave this, leave this, leave this, that, that became like this real prominent voice in the culture of the ashrams and the monasteries. And that he's saying like, hey, like this isn't a process of don't do, this isn't a process of that. This is a process of do this, right? It's like, and, and, and that's obviously, mm -hmm. don't do this is an important component of it. But to not do this and then to not give your dog that food, that's just torture, right? It's like, just wait, <laughs> wait, wait, and I'm never going to feed you. And I'm never going to give you the treat. You know, it's like, it's brutal, right? It's brutal. But, you know, but to, you know, to recognize actually, <laughs> to recognize actually that, yeah, right, right. You know? <laughs> yeah you know, torturing ourselves, or 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 kind of being yeah. in that consciousness of, of self-denial and that's not yeah. spiritual life you know spiritual life yeah. is, is okay i've been built i've been building sandcastles on, on 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 the shore of eternal life i've been building these sandcastles and and time is going to come and wash them away yeah that's what i've been building no i want i want to build a spiritual castle i want to build something that's eternal i want to build something that never ends you know and that every investment that i put into it every moment of energy that i put into it is um it's constantly reaping results and rewards it's giving me so much back and so just think of that and, and really to tie it in with your analogies there is spiritual food there is spiritual food you know and i found for myself any time that i really immerse myself in spiritual energy i really immerse myself in spiritual energy good association, going deep into meditation, applying myself 
rising early, you know, mm. not, not being on a mental platform, not just being stuck in the dualities, being stuck in pleasure and pain and happiness mm. and sadness and hope and fear and not being stuck there, but actually getting into that ocean of spiritual energy, calling out the names of the divine prayer, putting myself in a company, putting myself in selfless service, so many different practices. When I'm exposing myself to a high level of spiritual energy, I'm opening myself up to that grace to receive that grace. It's transformative every time. The food is incredible. The food is <laughs> mind blowing, you know? And it's just that, you know, okay, we, we're not, not exposed to that energy enough to where we really get saturated. We really become, the soul becomes satisfied and, and begins to actually, we feel the satisfaction of the soul through that spiritual saturation. And so it's something that you know, we're conditioned, right? I was, just, I was reading Bhagavatam today, I'm a bird and I, there's certain fruits in that tree that I go for. I just, I go for the, the, the pleasure of my senses. You know, I go for the pleasure that's just disconnected from myself spiritually. Mm. I go for that. I'm conditioned to that. You know, but there are spiritual fruits in that same tree. There mm. are those spiritual fruits that if I really eat from that spiritual fruit, if I really put myself and, and saturate myself with that spiritual energy, it's going to satisfy me. It's going to satisfy me on such a deep level. And it's going to give mm. me so much more faith and so much more strength and courage to keep that going. That, um, and so that's, that's kind of what I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm inspired by the analogy that you're giving. And it's like, you know, that food is there, you know, and, and we, mm. it's, it's almost like, you know, just to build on it. It's like, we're being told, you know, we're, we're, we're not being told to wait. We're being given a choice you know, mm. and, in, and in that, like we're eating a certain food that's not satisfying us, you know, mm. we're being given that choice, you know, but it really doesn't seem like it, it doesn't seem, it's like mm. somehow or other, you know, like you, you, you've, you've taken that food away from me. You're not giving me that food. You're not giving, it's like, mm. no, it's, a, it's available to every single one of us right now. You know, we, we tap mm. into it with our prayers in the morning. We're tapping into it with these discussions. This is spiritual energy. This does, mm. this does nourish our soul. This does cleanse that conditioning. It does purify the consciousness so that we will gradually more and more will go for that spiritual food and go for, for that. Um, that yeah. Way. Yeah. And that sometimes that, that spirit, spiritual, <clears throat> spiritual foods are, can sometimes be an acquired taste because, <laughs> because we're, we're used to, we're, we're just used to eating garbage. <laughs> We're just used to eating garbage. And so when you put a cheesecake in front of me, I'm not very interested, you know? And, and also I think that we, on a spiritual level, we, we taste that food with a different set of sensory perceptions, you know? It's a, it's a totally different muscle that needs to get flexed um, in, order to, in order to taste those, those, those fruits. Um, and I, I was thinking that... Um, um, that where this, this idea of, of weight or leave it, oftentimes it's, it can be in, in physical enjoyments and also um, it's also a practice of the mind, you know, because it's, it's, it's where it is. Because I've, I've been thinking about, we, we, end, we, we were talking about this verse yesterday from the Bhagavatam that we, we promised to start off with. We, we didn't pick, pick up it up. On, we didn't pick we it, didn't it up, pick but it I, up. I have it in front of me. I was like, I got to pick it up. I promise I would. This verse from Shema Bhagavatam it up, in the, Baba, in the seventh up. canto, fifth, fifth chapter, it's verse, what is it, verse 12. And so um, I'll read this, and then I, I'm going to connect it to this, this, this idea of, of wait and leave it and 
He said that when the Supreme Personality of Godhead, when, when Krishna is pleased with, with the living entity, it's so interesting, the living entity, um, what is the word that he used? Oh, he doesn't use the word living entity here, Jiva, but Jiva is a name for the living entity, which is the name of my dog. When the Supreme Personality of Godhead is pleased with the living entity because of their devotional service, one becomes a pundit or a learned person and does not make distinctions between enemies, friends, and themselves. Intelligently, they then think every one of us is an eternal servant of God, and therefore we are not different from one another. And so that it's how quickly, like I can learn to start to become controlled externally with my, with my senses. I'm very disciplined in my workout routine. I have a very strict diet. I don't go out late. I wake up very early. You know what I mean? I have all of these strict regimens, like my body and my senses are very controlled, but my mind, my mind is totally under the influence of my ego. You know what I mean? And somebody doesn't, somebody says something I don't like, they're a jerk. Somebody appreciates me on Instagram, they're, 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 they're a-okay. You know And it's like? And my mind immediately goes to place to friend an enemy, friend an enemy. And so it's like, wait, before I go to immediately size somebody up and judge them over, let me wait and pause and let me leave that judgmental mentality. Let me leave that judgmental mentality and start to think, hey, I need to not just train my senses, but I need to train my mind to recognize that every one of us is an eternal servant of God and therefore we are not different from one another in that sense. And there's a whole beautiful purport. We're gonna have to pick up on this tomorrow, Vera. Like we said yesterday, <laughs> pick up on this tomorrow because this this is such a beautiful, beautiful purple, and I think it it like like a good friend Dahmer is saying a sacred pause. Yes, exactly. You know, um, and so uh, so many beautiful comments coming in, and so but it's it's I think I think that that that's the hardest that's the hardest part of it all is that it's not just I mean because you don't have to be spiritually minded to control your senses you can just be like fiercely disciplined you know what i mean you don't have to be humble to control your eating you don't have to be compassionate to control your your um you know your workout routine or your when you wake up etc like you can just with the sheer grit of your teeth just like force yourself in, into, into physical restraint. But that's not what we're aiming for. We're not aiming for physical restraint. The physical restraint is meant to assist us in a sense where my senses aren't harassing me all the time, that I can actually start to focus on my mind to go inward. You know what I mean? But the goal is it, it, it does take humility and compassion and spiritual qualities and spiritual outlook to start to restrain the impulses of the mind. Mm -hmm. which go to those judgmental places and go to good and bad and friends and enemies, et cetera. And so that's kind of this verse that I was thinking here in this purport, which we have to pick up tomorrow, but, um, I is, love you know, it, DG, you're, you know, with the sacred pause, what you're talking about right now to, to be able to, um, you know, really make that distinction, right? Like I'm a dog, I'm a dog in this material world, you know? <laughs> And I'm, I'm just, I'm going to go and I'm, I'm like little Jiva, right? I'm going, I'm going to go and try to eat that trash. I'm going to go, I'm going to go eat the food that I'm used to eating. I'm going to go eat that, that food that I'm used to taking through my senses. I'm going to go and do that because I'm conditioned to that. I'm looking yeah. for pleasure, right? And, and, yeah. and what I'm hearing you say is that weight and that pause, that's an opportunity to say, actually, what's going to satisfy my soul? 
actually mm. what's going to fulfill the soul what's going to build me up spiritually what is going yeah. to help me to reconnect to to really that 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 food that's going to nourish me on the deepest level that spiritual food and i'm yeah. loving it that, that yeah. sacred pause because otherwise he goes and he eats garbage and he pukes then he throws it up the next day you know what i mean it's like oh what did he eat you know what i mean and so it's like how many times do i need to puke up the unsatisfying enjoyments of this world <laughs> before i before i stop eating garbage you know what i mean and so and i think it's also it's physically and how many times do i need to you know, like do I, do I allow my mind to drink the poison of judgment of others? How many times do I let my mind just kind of swim in the like the icky waters of, of, of pride and, 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 and yeah, condemn condemnation and judgment and criticism. You know what I mean? You know, we're just letting our, we're just dipping our mind into, uh, into these things. And so, Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here, ladies and gentlemen. Just to, just to just to answer a few questions that are going on up here. Where can I find the Zoom recordings of this show? If you want to tune in live Zoom with us, you can go to buckycenter.org/online, mm-hmm. and we have all of our podcasts and live streams that happen. Vera and I aren't the only ones. We've got a couple other great shows that are happening regularly on Instagram Live or Zoom. Zoom link is there. We will be posting um, on buckycenter.org slash online. Um, the Bucky Center has a YouTube channel, which we will be posting all the recordings there as well. You can catch up and stay in touch with us. Um, we love you guys so much. It's awesome seeing you here. Michelle Berger, Satya just tuned in. Silas, Tapasvini. I don't recognize your name, but I see your Instagram handle, Taj. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, Sada said, I'll be carrying the sacred pause with me today. It's something I want to practice. Yes, we all need it. It's actually Ava. We know it's you, Ava. We love oh, you. Ava, Ava's the t- Tapasvini? No, it's oh, Silas. S- Silas is on, oh, Silas, Ava's on Silas's handle. Awesome. Don, Constantina, Naushin, Kaylee. Uh, we love you guys so much. We're here every day from nine. We're officially starting at nine o'clock rather than 8.55. Just to make a clean start time. Nine o'clock. Zerlina, 9 o'clock to 9.30 every day. Uh, we're here to share a prayer and to share how to bring that mood of prayer into in our everyday life. And so, uh, Bryn, thank you so much. Any closing words, Veer? Just grateful. I'm grateful uh, that I have the best dog trainer, my buddy DG. <laughs> I'm going to train my dog like mine, you know, get it in, get it in order. And, uh, yeah, to, to be able to pause before every action, before those thoughts, before I jump in to go eat whatever that thing is, yeah, to, to pause and, and yeah, let me uh, let me move toward that spiritual energy. Let me move toward my relationship with yeah. the divine. We are in puppy training. We're all spiritual puppies in training, <laughs> and it's just you know it's gonna it's gonna take it's gonna take a hot minute, but it'll be worth it when we get there. It, it, one, one, the last thing that I'll end was that the dog trainer that we worked with online. She asked a question. She said. Because how do you know like what to train or this and that? She just said, she just said, ask this question whenever your dog does something. Is this a behavior that I want to see repeated for the rest of his life? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if it's a no, you got to correct it. She's like, mm-hmm. you can't, you got to correct it. Don't let him do it today because he's going to do it tomorrow and the next day. And so it's like, when we look at our lives and what we're doing is like, is this a pattern that I want to see happen mm-hmm. throughout the rest of my life? You know what I mean? Is this a pattern that I would want for my best friend or my children? Why would I want it for myself? Mm-hmm. So um, don't wait. 
we're puppies. So, all righty. Love you guys so, so much. Tune in tomorrow. Tell your friends. We're here Instagram Live. We're on Zoom. And we are looking forward to being with you again very soon. Thanks, guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Love you, bro. See you, Julie. See you, Trisha. See you, guys. Howdy, boy, AJ. Take care, guys.